Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is NBA Today, hosted by Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, Kevin Durant, he takes to Twitter to make one thing clear. He doesn't plan on retiring anytime soon. So we dive into what his other options might be. Plus, Bronny James is trending, so we react to his show-stopping dunk. And Matt and Jalen give their pitch for UCLA and Michigan. Also, did you guys know it's NBA Assist Week? So we rank our top five passers of all time. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. 47 days. That's how long it's been since Kevin Durant made his trade request to Nets owner Joe Sy. And since then, we've heard plenty of twists, plenty of turns. He wants to be in Phoenix. He wants to be in Miami. He's open to Philly. He's open to Boston. Toronto has interest. We've heard a lot. But then dead ends appeared, right? Scotty Barnes reportedly not on the table. DeAndre Ayton off the board after the Suns matched an offer sheet. The Nets, they can't trade for Bam Adebayo or Donovan Mitchell as long as Ben Simmons is on the roster. So our own Brian Windhorst on this very show said that Jalen Brown so far has been the biggest name actually offered in a package for KD, but that deal, it also hasn't been done, at least not yet. But wait, don't worry. There is more. He'd consider staying, but he wants Sean Marks and Steve Nash out. Like I said, it has been a long 47 days. And then, after one executive reportedly told Mark Stein that Durant was, quote, more apt to retire than play again for Brooklyn, KD took to Twitter and he said this, I know most people will believe unnamed sources over me, but if there's anyone out there that'll listen, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. This bleep is comical at this point. And what's unclear to me, everybody, is if that sentiment was more like hyperbole about how much Durant wants to be traded or what exactly it was. But what we know is how much Kevin Durant just loves to play and how dominant he still is. So Kevin, thank you for clearing that up. I really appreciate it. I also wonder, though, as we welcome in senior writer Brian Windhorst, thank you so much for hanging with us, Brian. It feels as though we've never been farther, in a sense, from an actual trade coming to fruition. Is that just my feeling? What do you make of this, Brian? Yeah, Malika, what's kind of developed over those 47 days is we now kind of have two different negotiations. One, of course, is with all of those teams interested in Kevin Durant and the Nets, and we just haven't seen significant traction in any of those deals. The Nets asking price is very high, and the, their leverage for getting those teams uh, who are interested in offering so much just hasn't materialized. But the other negotiation that is now under, really, uh, you know, under, under um, you know, developing is between Durant and the Nets, hmm. that separate negotiation about what would it look like for him to come back. And that's what a big part of the discussion that he had with owner Joe Sy in London about 10, 11 days ago was Joe Sy and the Nets believe they've got a really good team. They don't believe they have a good trade for Kevin Durant, and they want him to consider coming back. 
but Durant has very clearly made it uh, known that he doesn't want to play for the Nets under the current situation with the current coach and the current GM. So Malika, you really have to ask yourself, what is the avenue? What is the path right. for Kevin Durant to move forward with the Nets? Because he's been told no on trade. He's been told no on firing Steve Nash. He's been told no on, on firing Sean Marks. So where do we go from here? And really, when we count the days, it'll be counting down to the start of training camp to see whether that divide can be solved if there's no trade and we face a holdout situation. Well, that path that you mentioned, Brian, is the one that I'm interested in exploring. Uh, don't go too far, though. We're now joined by NBA analyst Jalen Rose and Matt Barnes. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. And what Brian just laid out is, is interesting because this idea of leverage, whether Kevin Durant has it, whether or not he needs to gain it, regain it, Jalen, I want to start with you here. How do you process what he can do in this situation? So you have the leverage when you're being recruited. So when Kyrie and KD first joined on, they yeah. had all of the leverage. We love Sean Marks, obviously, because we signed. And we get to pick whoever we want to be our coach. They chose, in theory, Steve Nash. The next thing, you guys want to get James Harden? Cool. Mm. We're going to make that happen. That didn't work out. We need to trade James Harden for Ben Simmons. We get him back. He plays zero games. Now, all of a sudden, we get swept out of the playoffs. You still got four years left on your deal. Mm. That's you don't piece. have no leverage anymore mm. because you clearly like what I was doing, Matt, because you re-signed. Mm. Yeah. So how does he get the leverage back? They got a ball now. That's it. Kyrie's still under contract. Wendy just talked about their roster. He gets the leverage back by them going out being one of the best teams in the East, trying to get to the championship and being the easy money sniper dominant like one of the best players in the game. I mean, Jalen pretty much said it all. I mean, the fact that he re-signed that long-term yeah. deal kind of handcuffs him. And that's, that's going to be KD, when it's all said, none of this contract is going to have over $350 million coming from the net. So, as Jalen said, and I think what everyone just wants to see is this team to really go out and play full force with the health. Whether they're happy or not, at this point, that's going to be relevant. <laughs> they got to be a healthy Kevin Durant, a healthy right. Kyrie Irving who wants to play, and a healthy Ben Simmons mentally and physically to play. Joe Harris coming back. Who's to say this team isn't a possible contender if they can all lock in on the same page? So it's just a tough situation. But also, Malika, what I think blew up, I think Kevin Durant would have got traded this summer if the Rudy Gobert trade didn't mm. happen. Mm. The, the, the president, they said, with the four picks, the swaps, the quality players they sent for Rudy Gobert, I understand why the Nets are asking for a King's Ransom because if you can get four first round for Rudy Gobert, I want eight or ten for Kevin Durant. So I kind of get it, and I feel like that Gobert trade completely messed up his chances of being traded. Well, particularly because of how many years he has left on his yep. deal. If, if we're looking at that for Rudy Gobert, then what are we looking at for somebody who, of his caliber, who has that much time left, right. not to mention what the Utah Jazz were able to get for that trade? Uh, Kendrick Perkins, I want to bring him into this conversation Big now. Perk. I didn't know he was here. I, well, we had a little surprise <laughs> in store for you, Jalen. What do you think of what you just heard from both Matt and Jalen here, Perk? You know what? They were on point. But here's the thing, right? I heard Andre Iguodala, I heard him talk about the situation, and he mentioned about everyone needs to grow up. And I disagree with him to that aspect because even as adults, in order to make any type of relationship work, whether it's business or personal, whatever the case may be, you have to have the word trust. Okay, you have to have the word trust in a relationship. And right now, you don't have that in the Brooklyn uh, Nets organization between Kevin Durant 
and the, and the Nets front office. When it comes down to trust, how can KD go into training camp not knowing if, you know, he already have said that he doesn't trust Sean Marks and Steve Nash? That's why he called for their job. If you're Steve Nash, how can you walk in the locker room knowing that the best player on your team doesn't trust you? You can't even gather the locker room. You can't even control the locker room. You can't even go in and make mm. your mark. It's bad enough at times you can't trust Kyrie Irving. We don't sure. know when he's going to show up to work or what excuse he's going to come up with. I just read a story not too long ago where a 99-year-old Italian man just divorced his wife for 77 years because of some love letters he found in 1940. And you know what that goes to tell me? What? No matter how old you are and no matter what type of adult or what oh, type perfect. of situation you're in, if you don't have trust, it's not going to happen. And the Brooklyn Nets do not have trust. I think I'm I, you guys with him? I think I'm with him on that metaphor. Jalen, you with him? I love you, Big Perk, and I feel you <laughs> on the trust part. But let me tell you what buys trust in the league. Money. And both mm. of those guys are still under contract. Mm. If you didn't like what I was doing, you wouldn't have re-signed. When you re-sign, that validates Malika that Sean Marks is doing good. If you look at what happened with the Nets, they got KD, Kyrie, James Harden, Ben Simmons to mm. all come play for them. That means he's doing a good job. I'm not saying Steve Nash is going to have the job forever, but since you're under contract, I'm going to respect KD's greatness and not just trade him because I know he's going to be as inspired as any player in the league after he just watched the Golden State Warriors win the championship right. and his team gets swept out of the playoffs. Knowing KD and, and getting a chance to play with him, the one thing I'll say, although he is unhappy and he may not have trust in the head coach and in management at the same time, when he gets there, he loves basketball so much, he's going to play basketball. And he's going to play it at the highest level, right. almost to be like, you know, I still am him. Even though I want to be here, I'm going to come out here and kill every night. And that's what Kevin Durant has always done every time he steps on the floor. Well, and we started this conversation by, by talking about leverage. How does Kevin Durant regain it or gain it? in this situation and it seems like if trust is over here maturity is over here there's a dance that has to be done between those two in the void of one you need to have the other in order to gain leverage am i reading that correctly jalen absolutely and also here's the other thing at some point we got to actually get out there and ball play that's what i'm saying they got to win games to have leverage but that's the maturity that's the maturity correct and so here here's a scenario for you big perk Everybody comes back healthy 15 games into the season. The Nets going to be 12-3 and three or 11-4. and four. KD going to be averaging over 30. Kyrie going to be pushing the same thing. And everything is going to be okay. That's truly what I believe I would allow to happen. If I'm the Nets front office, I would not panic and trade KD or Kyrie for that matter. Go ahead, Perk. But in, in, a, in, in a perfect world, we all want this to happen. But let's remember this, right? The reason, part of the reason that Kevin Durant, well, the reason that Kevin Durant signed that long-term deal was because it was supposed to go in order. So forget Steve Nash, Sean Marks, and uh, uh, Josiah. Let's talk about Kevin Durant and the trust in Kyrie Irving. The reason that you lost James Harden and the reason that he wanted to get traded but, but was because before last season, KD was supposed to sign first, then Kyrie 
Kyrie Irving, and then James Harden. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the vaccination rule came in place, and everything went south when Kyrie Irving decided to make a stance. Okay, and then all of a sudden, James Harden said, well, why should I trust this man? I got to get up out of here because no one can hold Kyrie Irving accountable. So, yes, we're talking about the trust between KD and the front office, but let's talk about the trust or lack of trust that KD is probably losing with the relationship of Kyrie Irving as well. Well, and he has some other teammates that he's going to need to build trust with if this is going to work, right? So news now regarding one of Durant's current teammates, for the time being at least, Ben Simmons. Our Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that Simmons and the 76ers have come to an agreement on Simmons recouping a portion of the nearly $20 million withheld from him as a result of his failure to play games last season. Both sides, they landed on a confidentiality agreement on the exact financial settlement. So Jalen... I want to back up a little bit here. How does this maybe open the door, not just for Simmons, to just focus on basketball at this point? Well, first it's about health. And he took a lot of slander for not playing in Philly and with the Nets. But as any athlete will tell you, you don't just turn around and get back surgery. Right. Mm. So clearly he was injured. So I want to know how did he even pass a physical. But now that he's there, I believe he healthy, he's going to give them what I consider a junk lineup up front. Philadelphia made a mistake in developing Ben Simmons as a point guard, and here's why. Hmm. When you're not attempting shots outside of the paint, it's hard to have you at the top of the floor. So now that they have KD, he's going to play quality minutes at the four. Watch Ben Simmons be like on the baseline playing like a small ball five. And in that case, he's going to have an opportunity to be a productive player. He's not going to have to worry about shooting the ball. He's not going to have to worry about being a big-time scorer. He could be a defender, a playmaker, and a teammate. And I think he'll fit right in with Kyrie and KD. Well, Jaden obviously talked about the physical pain that Benson was going through, but also the mental. Right. You know, we have to take that serious now. That is something that is prevalent within our game, and we give so much kudos to those guys that have enough courage to come out Go and speak it. about it. So Jalen talked about the physical pain. I'm going to talk about the mental pain. So now that all that has kind of somewhat subsided, particularly the physical pain, but now he's mentally in a good spot, encouraged and wants to play, there's no reason for me to believe that he won't return to an all-star caliber player and a first-team all-defense player mm. who loves to pass the basketball to the two of the most dynamic scores this game's ever seen. So I would just love, as a fan, forget all the, the BS, who wants what. Right. I just want to see these guys play. I want to see Kyrie committed. I want to see a healthy Ben Simmons. And you know what KD is going to give you. I want to see those three guys with Joe Harris and some other guys out there to really see what this team can do. And I think that's what the Nets have wanted since this whole thing started. Amen. Perk, did your expectations for Ben Simmons jive with Matt's here? <laughs> It do. It do. Whether he has James, I mean, whether he has Kyrie Irving or, or KD, if he don't have either one of those guys, I'm expecting big things from Ben Simmons. We have to remember, about two and a half, three years ago, when we had that conversation, when we were having conversations about players under 25 who was at that top tier, he was one of them. I mean, when you when it comes down to Ben Simmons and his playmaking ability, Jay Rose touched on that. He's one of the best in the league. When you talk about his physical strength, his athleticism of being able to attack downhill when he's at his best, he's one of the best in the league. Mm -hmm. When you talk about one of the best defenders all around, he's mm -hmm. one of the best in the league. He continues to grow in, that, in those areas. I think his confidence will grow with his outside shooting 
shooting. Again, we want everybody. I watched the guy in Rajon Rondo, right? Everyone said that, hey, Rondo needs to develop a great jump shot. But I saw Rondo thrive for a decade without having a consistent jump shot about just being the best version of Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. And that's all the coach needs to do is walk into the locker room and say, hey, I need Ben Simmons to be the best version of Ben Simmons, not who the world wants him to be. The takeaway that I'm getting from listening to you all over the last 15 minutes is whether it's Kevin Durant, whether it's Ben Simmons, whether it's Kyrie, you just got to see them together on the floor. And guess what? Still to come Mm -hmm. on NBA Today, we have a little something-something ahead of our schedule release tomorrow. That'll give us some clarity on when we may see them. We dive into the most-watched matchups, the ones we're looking forward to seeing most. Plus, let the recruitment begin. Matt, Jalen, want Bronny to play in college, but where? I have a feeling there may be a little bit of bias in their opinions. And in honor of NBA Assist Week, we rank the top five passers of all time. Find out who makes the cut. NBA Today, we'll be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is brought to you by Burger King. $5 your way with a new Southwest Bacon Whopper Jr. Yeah. Welcome to the main event. Just had to let everybody know that we were here tonight. Ain't ducking, no smoke. I just was turned up. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get Three pointer. Get some contact. Lamb got it. Step into the jungle. Three right. Absolute masterpiece. Somebody you know comes towards you, ain't no can't back down. That's how we play. Oh my goodness! Thompson fakes, fires, three-pointer, dang! Freaking bum. Battered and bloodied. Who's cascading down? Oh! Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. You see it there. We are now inside 24 hours away from the NBA schedule release. It's being revealed on NBA Today tomorrow on ESPN2, so nobody miss that. Jalen, we know every team is going to play every team at some point over the next couple of months. So let's just boil it down. Which game are you most looking forward to? Every Pistons home game and road game, <laughs> period. Homer. Okay, Shout to Kane, Cunningham, and the crew. Yeah. But you ready for this? Nets at Warriors. At Warriors. We just talked a lot. In the Bay. What do we lead the show with? Talking about what's happening with Brooklyn. Mm. And who used to play there? A two-time finals MVP. 
and Kevin Durant who chose to leave that situation and they won a chip without him. Mm. Literally. Yep. So that's the matchup I wanted to see. And I want to see how the young players develop. Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody mm. and Poole when he comes back. The Warriors are, are continue to ascend. Yeah, I mean, they're my team to, to win it again. I um, mean, there's so many really? great matchups this year. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a stake in L.A. I want to see what a healthy Clippers team with a, uh, a determined John Wall to prove that I still deserve to be in this league versus a Lakers team who all we all know was older, who got a little bit younger, but we're still waiting to see will AD be able to play at least 65 games? Yeah. How will Russ and LeBron coincide? Uh, Darvin Ham, you know, the hottest seed in the game. He just got it, but it's already burning hot. So I just really like that t that tunnel rivalry. I've been on both sides. I know the energy within L.A., what it's about. So it's going to be interesting to see that. Let yeah. me tell you what's crazy. Right before the pandemic started, we had Lakers-Clippers. Mm -hmm. And then that Sunday, we had Lakers yep. at Warriors. And looking back at these last three years when the Clippers got their squad and the Lakers got their squad, who would have thought that they'd never compete against each other in the playoffs? Yeah. They haven't played each other in the playoffs yet. Hopefully this is the year. This is going to be the I was trying to, you know. That'd be like a 1-8 or something like oh. that or like a 2-7. I'm asking what you think we, it would it, be. It is well, August. Well, it is a what Tuesday. What a Chill out, Matt. What the Clippers <laughs> are going to be, what Clippers will be like a three, Top three, right? A top three. three. And the Lakers will be like, ooh, you're right. Lakers going to be playing. Like I think six, be seven. Playing, you guys yeah. woke up like, and chose I'm, I'm, violence that was three, today. Six. You know what? Three, that was, six. He's right. Three, good. six. Yeah. It was three, a six. question with uh, some undertones of certainty <laughs> yeah. to it. Let's bring oh, in Brian Windhorst because I, I want to know, Brian, same question to you, sir. The one matchup you were most looking forward to and why. Yeah, game eight between the Celtics and the Bucks um, because <laughs> that series was so close last year. You know, the Bucks had an opportunity to close the Celtics out on their home court, and Jason Tatum played one of the games of his life to extend that series and give the Celtics a chance to win it. But if the Bucks win that series, if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt, they very well could be the two-time defending champs. That's to take nothing away from the Warriors, but they were a terrific team, and they lost their second-best player. So Middleton had off-season surgery on his wrist. I don't mm. know if he's going to be healthy right at the start of the season, so we'll see when those matchups take place. But we could very easily see a rematch, and even with all that's going on elsewhere in the East, we could still see re that rematch in the conference finals uh, in about seven or eight months. As a, as a deep cut and quirky homage to Zach Lowe, I'm taking Warriors in Memphis, not not Memphis in Golden State. And then I also, I want to see the Pelicans and the mm -hmm. Suns play again. I think that is going to be good. Uh, Perk, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I already know. I don't want to know. It's going to be something with the Grizzlies. I don't want to know what game that you are most looking forward to watching. But when the schedule comes out as a player, how, how, what do you look at first? What are you looking for there? Oh, you're looking for the team that won it all the, mm -hmm. the following season. You're looking for the defending champions. That's what you want to see. I mean, because that's your measuring stick, especially if you're a team that's trying to contend or have or, or that is walking into the season with your goal set as winning the title. So you want to go against the best that won it all. So I'm going to be looking at every game that Golden State played because even if they're not at home and on the road, it's going to be a playoff type of environment. And being on the team, a guy that won it, when the year after we won it, every time we went on the road, it was a sold-out arena. It was a playoff atmosphere. And no matter what it, no matter who the team was, we got their best shot. So that's what I'm looking forward to on the schedule. That's what guys look forward to in the locker room. They want to see the guys that won it all. Because remember the saying, in order to beat the man, in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. Mm.
Jalen? And I believe if KG hadn't gotten hurt against Orlando, they would have won it that year too. Hmm. The Celtics, like real Woo. spill. But with that Woo. being said, Come on. who's playing on Christmas Day? <laughs> right. And to be honest, it depends mm-hmm. on what cities you play in. So, like, for me personally, I had a special fondness for going to California and <laughs> yeah. Miami yeah. and yeah. Atlanta. Uh, where the players and play? Houston. Mm. And maybe, you know, they have some great adult entertainment establishments uh-huh. in those locations. <laughs> but I can't lie to you. That's something I was looking for as well. I, you know what? I appreciate the honesty, and I can tell by the smile on Matt's face right now. I'm being as diplomatic as possible hey, for my professional 4,000 plus brothers that's played in the league. You know what? Cheers to you, Jalen Rose. Let's 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 get the train back on track here, <laughs> guys. There is one day this season that we can bank on no games being played. You'll notice that Election Day, it's Tuesday, November 8th. It will feature zero games. Instead, all 30 teams, they're going to play the Monday before on a themed civic engagement night, and that's to encourage fans, players, and staff to vote in this year's midterm elections. And the league said, quote, this scheduling decision came out of the NBA's family's focus on promoting nonpartisan civic engagement and encouraging fans to make a plan to vote during the midterm elections. I do love that. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, there's been over 75 years of NBA basketball played. How can we possibly rank the top five passers of all time? Plus, we're going to take a look at what Jamal Murray, John Wall, and Darius Garland are up to this summer. Which point guard is set up to have the biggest season? Also, it is Fantasy Football Marathon here on ESPN. So we're going to do a little fantasy of our own. Which NBA player are you drafting in a football league? I got Anna Edwards. NBA Today rolls on after this. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're watching NBA Today, live from Los Angeles. First of all, y'all setting up stuff for failure with this one. Correct. But OG, I want you to go first. Your top five. My top five handles of all Mm. time. Oh, jeez. Y'all gonna get me in trouble. No wonder why Matt letting me do this. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! I'm, oh, here we go. Oh, you know Ooh, here we go. No, we're going to do this. Because I don't want to mess this up. And then we're going to go here. Oh, you, already got him. you already got him. Oh, yeah. I just love him that much. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Y'all set me up. Oh, dang. No AI oh, or Kyrie. No, you got oh, I got Kyrie. Kyrie. Okay. Here we go. Right. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, tough. Matt, just keep yeah. it before he changes hey, it again. Bro. 
Oh, I don't think they've recovered yet. That was the last time we had Mr. Jalen Rose on this show, and we had so much fun. I think I think we should do it again, because I don't know if you guys know, but it is hashtag NBA Assist Week all over social media. Here Are we you go, Jay. prepared? Here we go. I'm still getting uh, hateful tweets. From you my, uh, my or, the, or the baseball player is getting those tweets. Yeah, you both are right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so this is what we're going to do. All right. Just to get you both in the right frame of mind for this. Make sure that you're not getting anyone twice. Make sure that you're seeing all the good passing. We, we have a little sizzle reel that some of our producers put together with some of the best dimes in NBA history. Take a look at some of these passers. Mm. All right, we got LeBron James with a little no Oh, Great dime, Charles, behind the back. I see you, LeBron. I mean, magic has to be. I'm not going to reveal my number one, but maybe I'm going to reveal my number one by saying that. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Okay, Kobe Bean. I just wanted to make sure that with these full court passes, with all of this, with AI, that the stage is set, that no one can be forgotten. All right, Mr. Crawford, we see you. VC getting in on the action. I mean, I truly. I like that. There, I don't know how you guys are going to do this. There have been so many beautiful passes here made by so many different passers. Oh, okay, Michael. Okay, Macy. Don't forget about Sierra. We haven't passed that thing. Okay, Sabonis. I don't know. Big guys, legend. But the problem for you two is that there can only be five. So with all of this as the backdrop, I think, Mm. I think I want to start with Jalen Rose. Starting with number five, (laughs) down to number one. Sir, the floor is yours. I already switched mine twice today. (laughs) So go far, leave me alone. I already switched it. Number five, Matt. Oh, boy. I want action. Hey, hey, he saw my list. He saw my list. I want action. Now, this guy. And that I is got a this with Charles too. Barkley, but it applies. He we has you, two eyes. And for, for so many years, he only had both of those eyes, and they were on Reggie Miller. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I started to be able to come off screens, and he started to look for me a little bit more. He and made I became list. the most improved player in the league. Go. So I got to have my guy, yes, my sir. OG Action Jackson, at five. Number four. Mama, there goes that man. Jay Kidd. We were in the same draft class. And growing up, I felt if somebody was going to break the big old triple-double record and it wasn't magic, that it would be him. Because he's that very dynamic of not only playing defense, but making people around him better. And this is all passes, bounce passes, live passes, fancy passes, basic passes. J. Kidd is number three. Number two. No, he was number four. Oh, You're number on four. number three. Jeez. Number three? Yeah. John Stockton. Oh, got to get him up there one more time. Number three. Bam. Not only was he terrific at stealing the basketball, but when John, when he plays with Carl Malone, what is his nickname? The mailman. He needed somebody to feed him and feed him and feed him like Wu-Tang Clan. That was the guy, John Stockton. I was there when he broke the assist record. In the NBA. Now, some of those times, though, the guy catch the ball and dribble three, four times, and he still get an assist. Mm. But that's another subject for another day. That's home court scoring. Number two. And by the way, he um, he uh, kind of missed a pass recently on not getting vaccinated. But that's another subject. Whatever. Number two. Uh, Isaiah Lord Thomas the third. Not only was he a scoring guard, but he also was a guy to get you double-figure assists. How about this? There was a season in the NBA where Isaiah Thomas averaged 25 points and 14 assists. 
Put that together. 25 and 14, extremely dominant championship level dimes. Look, a bounce pass in the game in the 80s for a lob? It wasn't just happening like that. And everybody's gonna explain my childhood idol. Mm. Oh, yeah. And why he's number one. Yeah. Irvin Magic Johnson. And not only is Magic Johnson the creme de la creme of all point guards, but he's the 6'9 point guard. Yeah. And ever since Magic, everybody wanted to see who was going to be the next tall point guard. And I remember one time believing it was going to be me. And then I saw Penny and I was like, it should be him. Mm. It should be him. So Magic, Irv, Irvin Magic Johnson for me is the top passer in over. the history of the game. Hand it over real, that, quick, real quick. Let me yes, put these people back down. You know, I, that I list said, changed so many times from the last draft. <laughs> Malika, like I said, they set us up for failure with well, this. Just these get top out of your five, but this is you had this, this was my number five. I, I looked when they gave me this question this morning. I was like, yeah, I, I really need to research this. So I looked at games <laughs> played. I looked at seasons. You were deep I looked in the at film. Deep averages. Uh, Mark Jackson, my, uh, one of my OGs, uh, my number five. I'm gonna go with my number four is. My former teammate, okay. CP3, one of the best floor generals of all time, could do it on both ends of the floor, and like like uh, Jay Kidd and, and all these uh, great lob passers. Mm. My number three, Bay Area native, mm. Jason Kidd. Like I said, Jay Roach pretty much gave you the reasons why for all these guys in our list are really similar. My number two, mm. John Stockton, mm. did it on Sweet both ends. Stockton. Great player, uh, lead the league in the history of assists and steals. Okay. And obviously, number one, the reason why I started playing basketball and love basketball is the Magic Man. With only 906 career games to have over 10,000 assists, mm. um, you got to think if he had more years, he would have, you know, possibly challenged Stockton for the all-time assist lead. But these are my top five. All right. So the difference is Isaiah Thomas was on your list, and Chris Paul is on your list. Where? I mean. <laughs> Gosh, there's just so many good passers that are sitting down here that I'm looking at. Perk, who had the better list of these two gentlemen? You know what? I'm not going to even dive into them <laughs> because everybody has their own flavors. Smart you know what I mean? What's and, your flavor? And to be honest, and I always, I always say some people, maybe Matt wants to rock, J. Rose won't hand. I'm going to go with tequila right now. My <laughs> list is totally different from both of them. All so right, look, let's hear it. my top five list, right? You ready for it? No. Nope. My top five list, I'm going with the homie, my little homie, the godfather of my mm -hmm. oldest child, Rajon Rondo. Look, I averaged 10, the highest points per game in my career was playing alongside Rajon Rondo. If he could if he could make it where I could average 10 points a night, we're doing <laughs> something special. And number four, I'm going with LeBron James. We're talking about the most complete all-around player to ever play the game of basketball. Talking six, eight, six, nine. One of the ultimate floor generals. I know he's listed as a forward, but he might be the best passing forward this game has ever seen. And number three, I'm going with Jokic, mm. the best passing big man ever to play the game of basketball, mm. in my opinion. Ever. No disrespect to C-Webb, no disrespect to Sabonis, but those dimes that Jokic be dropping along with getting his and making guys around him better when he don't have the talent that some of the other guys had is special. And number two, I'm going with Magic. 6'9", dropping no looks. It's not what he was doing, it was how he was mm -hmm. doing it. The Showtime passes. He made passing cool, in my opinion. Like, he made it highlighted, you know what I mean? And I'm going with number one, I'm going with John Stockton. Mm. I can't go with a, I mean, career average 13 assists, 
for his career, three years in a row, 17 assists plus. You know, like, when you talk about dropping dimes, Carl Malone needs to be making sure that he has some type of savings plan, retirement plan <laughs> for John Stockton kids for his, for the 30,000 plus points he got. Well, what happens in our newsroom stays-ish in our newsroom, but I will, I will say, Perk, that someone else had John Stockton as one at one point today. I'm not going to mention who that was. We're not doing that. <laughs> I'm not saying who that was. We're not but... doing you former champion Boston Celtic. We ain't putting John Stockton in front of Magic on no list. I mean, it was it was a possibility for someone else today other than just you. Per- I, I think I, I like that purple Jokic and gold getting a perk just a little bit. Just a little bit. (laughs) Well, speaking of purple and gold, coming up on NBA Today, we're going to revisit the dunk that shook up the social media world. And, guys, it looked a, a little bit familiar, like father, like son. NBA Today will be back after this. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Simply put, LeBron James is the best high school basketball player I have ever seen. Uh Uh-oh, look out, people! This guy's got it all. Is this too much or is it too much pressure for you? There's no pressure. Ronnie James with the first, and he turned it on. Ronnie throws it down. Ronnie James to the basket. Welcome back to NBA Today. I'm back here with Jalen Rose, Matt Barnes, and Big Perk. And gentlemen, Brody James and his high school team, they're currently on a European tour playing against under-18 teams. I'm sure you all have seen it on social media right now. Let's take another look at this impressive dunk. Jalen, I'm not sure many NBA point guards can pull that off. Extremely impressive. And... Nobody should be overcritical of high school players, in particular those of professional athletes, especially if you're a junior in high school and only average 1.4 points. I'm just saying. Unbelievable. (laughs) I said something about that last And what are you doing? Burke, what do you think? Side by side here. Oh, that looks familiar. It does. I, I love it, except for Bronny is 6'3 right, doing this. That's say, what makes mm-hmm. it even more impressive. The left leg, like right hand. Like the explosiveness. Mm. Yeah, the strength. Ah. Down the lane. Oh. Yeah, that is so impressive. And, and, and Bronny has been, I mean, he saw that move, but he's doing this when he's still in high school. He's not doing this when he's in the NBA. And understandably, a whole bunch of schools want him to play for them. So Bronny currently has five official offers. Michigan. Kentucky, Ohio State, Oregon, USC. So, Mr. Fab Five, 
The floor mm -hmm. is yours. Why should Bronny take his talents to Ann Arbor? First and foremost, Bronny, your mm -hmm. parents don't have to get to know the head coach because they won a championship with them in Miami. Mm -hmm. And you also want to pick a school that has a head coach <laughs> that knows what it's like to play, perform on that level, and get you there. Mm -hmm. Second, you went to L.A., to make your name. Mm. Come back to the Midwest and show your game. And here's the other thing. You could go kick it at that big house in Ohio when your parents are on the West Coast. Think about that on the days off. But in all honesty, all of a sudden you go to Ann Arbor, it's a very quaint college town. You gotta be worried about being followed by paparazzi. You know what I'm saying? You get a chance to wear a backpack, go to class, mm. be on campus, mm. and go to the big house where there are 120,000 people chanting your name, chanting the football anthem, and singing the best fight song in the history of collegiate sports. Mm. Jay, that sounds good. That but, sounds that sounds kind of old and outdated to me. That like, why not go to a Rams game or a Charger game where they can still chant your name? Be 15 minutes from home. You can have, still have Sunday dinner with the family. Go back and kick it on your off days. You get to see your little brother play at Sierra Canyon. You get to see your dad play at Staples Center. Uh, and it's just L.A. You know, oh, yeah, the weather. Our coach didn't play on the highest level and all that other stuff he was talking about. Well, we got a lot of championships. We got a lot of beautiful <laughs> women. We got a lot of sand. And there's a lot of palm trees. Y'all are and too much probably, today. And, and I think you like the social media paparazzi thing. So, man, you might as well just stay here. I'm going to talk to UCLA. They're going to be on your line soon. Okay. Uh, Perk, which pitch of these well, two gentlemen would you listen to? <laughs> Well, well, neither one of them. And listen, since I didn't go to college, I did I did go to the University of Cash. So I'm going to pitch a school where Bronny is going to get paid the most. And that's going to Ohio State. Yes, you adopted mm. in L.A., but you was born and raised in the state of Ohio. You're an Akron kid. You go back to Ohio. Can you imagine the traction? Can you imagine the NIL deals? Can you imagine mm. being featured around the state? Not just in the arena with 20. 120,000 plus chant your name. What about a state with millions chant your name? With billboards all over the place. You will be the attraction there. You will make top dollar there in Ohio, at Ohio State. Go back home and you still can live in that crib because it won't be too far away. The University of Cash. I, I appreciate that, Kendrick Perkins. I, mm -hmm. I'm not going to bother pitching. If he was a soccer player, maybe I'd pitch him on the University of Portland, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bother on that one. Uh, University of Cash it is. Uh, still to come on NBA Today. It is almost that time, WNBA playoffs. So we're going to take a look at the first round matchups that start tomorrow. More NBA Today next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
It's now time for today's WNBA Corner presented by Google. The WNBA regular season, it ended on Sunday. And the playoffs, they get started tomorrow here on the ESPN family of networks. So here's today's search trend. It's provided by Google. Searches for WNBA playoff bracket. They spiked 350% in the United States over the last week. And here it is. The WNBA playoff bracket, it is set. And the playoffs, they have a little bit of a new format. So the first round, it'll be a series all the best of three with a 2-1 format, meaning that if the lower seed can win one of the first two games, the winner-take-all game will be on their home floor. You got that? All right, so let's take a look at each of the matchups that we're going to see, starting with the Sky against the Liberty. Remember, Chicago, they won three of four meetings in the regular season, including a 33-point win that was back in May, which was the Sky's largest win of the season. So, moving on to the top-seeded Aces, who are also the winners of the Commissioner's Cup earlier this year. They'll be taking on the Phoenix Mercury, Las Vegas. They enter as the favorite to win the title, according to Caesar Sportsbook. I think they're my favorite, too. Uh, the Connecticut Sun, they will face the Dallas Wings. Even though the Sun finished third and just a game out of first place, the Wings won two of three meetings in the regular season, all right? So still, Connecticut, they have the best chance to win the title. That's according to BP. And lastly, the Seattle Storm. They will match up against the Mystics in what could be Sue Bird's last playoff series. And Brianna Stewart led the league in scoring at just under 22 points per game. And the Storm, they won two of three meetings against the Mystics this season. So much good stuff there. The WNBA playoffs, they tip off tomorrow with a doubleheader. First, it's Liberty taking on the sky. That's at 8 Eastern on ESPN2. Then the Mercury, they square off against the top seeded aces on ESPN and the app. Still to come on NBA Today, it's Fantasy Football Marathon on our network. So we ask our panel which NBA players they would take in an NFL draft. You got that? All right, we will be back in just 60 seconds. NBA Today is brought to you by Miller Lite. Taste you can depend on. We are in the middle of ESPN's Fantasy Football Marathon, so get your league started now at ESPN.com slash Fantasy Football. Time for a little hypothetical, though. In an NFL draft consisting of only current NBA players, who would you take with the first overall pick? Jalen, I'm going to start with you here. This is actually an easy one for me. First off, they have to be young. And fearless, mm -hmm. be a terrific athlete, yep. play high school in high, play football in high school. Anthony Edwards, that's actually my choice. And the thing is, there was a period of time this lottery pick was asked, will you play basketball or will you play football? He's from Georgia. Playing football <laughs> yeah. is in his blood. That's my choice. I like that choice. You know, I said that earlier. You know, I like that choice. Matt, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, he went in depth. I didn't think about having to play high school for. He just made a bunch of rules that didn't apply, so I'm not even. We didn't give you those rules. I'm picking uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Oh. Six seven, two twenty, strong as can be, athletic as can be. I've seen him play a couple times Ooh. in the summer at UCLA. When I tell you he's posterizing people on the daily out there. Ooh. Uh, 
you know what his dad did? This kid might, I told his dad the other day, I was like, he might have more hops than you, and he's shorter than you. <laughs> All right, Kendrick, who do you got? You know what? In order to step on that football field and put that Rydell on, you have to have a dog mentality. Growing up in Texas, yes, you do. You have to have a dog mentality. Growing up in Texas, man, I got I know this. And I'm going with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Let me explain to you why. One, we know that he lives in the weight room. We already know he has the physical strength, the athleticism, and everything else. Can you imagine Giannis playing wide receiver? I cannot. Already fast as hell. He's long. He's athletic. He has the footwork. And just put him in a locker room and develop him and show him the playbook. Look how he's improved over the years since he's got drafted. You put him in the in the football. Where uniform, are you putting him? What so position? Wild. What position? Don't put him on offense because they're gonna hurt I just, him. I just don't put him on exactly. offense. But, but he I looks like a quarterback, right? Like kind of like Colin, Colin Kaepernick build. Like no. he could be a quarterback, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, to be very clear though. I'm with Jalen Rose, and Anthony Edwards should definitely be the number one pick. Speaking of the NFL, NFL Live is coming up next. Schedule releases tomorrow. We will see you then on ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 